1: Most of all, you get the most delightful 30 minutes of your week. So dig in, it's breakfast time. Listen at Brentfast.com, Apple Podcasts, or wherever fine
0: podcasts are found. GI Joe. G.I. Joe.
1: Hey everybody, and welcome back to episode seven of your favorite G.I. Joe cartoon show podcast experience. Felt good. Felt good. Felt right. I'm going to go forward. This is Knowing is Half the Podcast. Oh,
0: geez. I didn't realize. Were you doing an intro? <laughs> I was drinking glass God of water and didn't not pay attention at all. I'm <laughs> sorry. I'll Jim. go back and listen to it uh, in post. I hate you so much right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Robert Chan.
1: I am Ray Stecanis. <laughs> I'm Gina Ippolito. And uh, thank you so much for coming on back and uh, checking us out. We did watch one of the most iconic episodes of G.I. Joe. The Red Rockets Glare episode. Episode 7.
2: Episode 7. <sighs> My my immediate question is: Did "Red Rocket" not mean "dog dick" in the eighties? Oh Jesus!
0: I, I know what meant that now. What? I believe it's uh, lipstick is what
2: it's. I, I mean, to. they're both. It's both. If you if if you see a j- a dog's penis, you immediately yell "Red Rocket."
0: And uh, I've never whoa, heard that, that before. That is <laughs> that must be a Jersey thing. That's specifically. All I
2: could. <laughs> that's all I could think throughout this whole episode. Now was... there's a color I
1: refer to as "dog dick red." <laughs> Which makes I'm, sense. I'm
2: telling you, Google it. Uh, do some urban dictionarying, <laughs> folks. Dictionary.
1: Urban Red Post rockety. a comment
2: if you can. If you uh, have heard this before, that Red Rocket means dog dick. Post a comment. I'm, telling us this.
0: No, that, it makes sense, and I, I, I'm sure that you are correct. Uh, I feel like the Red Rocket in this case was referring to Roadblock's hugely homosexual penis. <laughs> um, How dare you! <laughs> there was so much homoeroticism in this episode, <laughs> like not in a bad way. It was just like it seemed pretty clear that uh, the writer was just like I'm gonna like drop Flip every left reference I can. <laughs> That uh, roadblock is gay. I am gonna be
1: terrified right now because I didn't even notice one I, iota of that. In this I episode. actually didn't
2: realize it or notice it either. So I hope oh you took boy. note of well, all the instances. I Chan. certainly
0: did. Chan just did get back from his brony convention, so I guess <laughs> it makes sense. I'm sorry. Is that what you call Comic Con? Yes, that is all I, that's <laughs> all Comic-Con. I know it to be. it people wearing brony costumes? How jealous are you of me? <laughs> By the way, next A year. Lot. <laughs> Next year, we should get a booth, and you should uh, cosplay as the Baroness. I'll cosplay (laughs) as Dr. Mindbender. You cosplay as uh, Sergeant Slaughter. Sergeant Slaughter. I would be down.
2: But I also feel like a booth is probably so expensive. It is
0: very expensive, and there would be absolutely no reason
2: for (laughs) us to do it. I'm in. I'm in. You you, you had me at so expensive.
0: I mean, if we got into like the um, the vintage toy uh, reselling racket, mm-hmm. like there's there were a couple places there, and can we get into the artist's room? Isn't that cheap? Uh, can you draw? I can draw stick figures of GI Joe.
2: I can actually draw. Oh,
0: oh okay. Well, done. Then you will pay our way through <laughs> <Yeah>. Comic Con. <laughs> um, no, I, I saw a couple like amazing vintage toy booths and a bunch of just like old toys really? that I hadn't seen had did not remember. There was one. There was a Muppet Baby's castle. I did not oh. remember that was a thing at all, oh. um, and just like all sorts of like did they live cool in a castle shit. and I just no, missed it no, in an they apartment. Lived in the,
2: they lived in the nanny room.
0: No, I feel I'm pretty sure they had like a fantasy realm where there was a yeah. castle. Oh, okay. So.
2: Yeah, I think it's in the opening. They talk about it actually.
0: No, uh, I did see the Cobra hydrofoil, which was the only like like serious uh, GI Joe toy I ever had. Mm-hmm. Um, I had one of those. Beautiful. And there were, yeah, it was. It was but you pretty didn't great. buy it. You didn't buy it. Oh, I didn't even bother asking for the price. <laughs> it was very high up. Oh, it'd be in a, uh, Many hundreds of dollars.
2: You could have just said to them, like, I, I do this podcast. Can you give it to me for free?
0: I'll give you a shout out on the yeah, podcast. Exactly. Has that ever worked? <laughs> no. In the history of, I mean, for me, it's worked, <laughs> guys.
2: I'm a lady.
0: Fair enough. <laughs> so, getting back to the
1: episode, and <laughs> we're talking about Comic Con. You, uh, we start off in the jungle.
2: Yeah, are the Joes just knocking down trees? Yes, yes they, are. they are. Because I found that to be kind of weird for the for the good guys to just be like, "Get out of the way, tree," <laughs> and then just destroying the forest.
0: There seems to be a lot of things in this episode that were referencing other things. Like it would make sense if they were clearing the brush for a certain thing that they're trying to do or whatever. Uh, There're other stuff like the little native kid that is about to come up yeah. that they just drop. They like make they make specific mention of it like there's a bigger story and then like, "Oh, uh, Nope, never mind. I did
2: feel like we maybe missed an episode in there with the with the little Indian boy. Um
1: They're chasing the kid from the jungle book. And I found that to be just where's Baloo the bear to protect him? (laughs) Um so you got roadblock and Ricondo cutting down trees that they could very easily have
0: walked around. Mm -hmm. Sure. They were just using the machete to use the machete. Also, what the hell was that native kid looking for? Apparently it was an element that Cobra needed. It already had Cobra imprinted on it, though. It was a Cobra capsule that you just put into a warhead that makes it blow upier.
2: Okay. Mm, Near as I can tell. And there's only one. That logic tracks to me. Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) And somehow, like, the
0: delivery service that's popular for Destro is Native Children. Yeah. Couldn't have FedExed it. (laughs) Also, uh, why, if that was the only one, the only thing, how did that one warhead become 150? Don't worry about that, I think is the answer uh, G.I. Joe would like
1: you to say. (laughs) Because um, Destro is in a generous mood.
2: Mm-hmm. He sure. says,
1: I will not kill you for
0: being late. Mm-hmm.
1: First off, the kid doesn't have a watch. How would he even know what the appropriate time is? Does he even understand the concept of time?
0: Whoa, now we're getting a little bit racist now. <laughs> He's wearing a loincloth and, like, no shoes. Like This is like the thing where they're saying, like, oh, there was no color blue before, you know, uh, 400 B.C. Uh, in fact, there was a color blue. They understood the color blue. And uh, natives get time. They okay. just don't talk about it that much. Well, that kid like didn't say much of anything Western at all. Like Western assholes. <laughs> just waiting to be conquered.
1: Anyway, <laughs> uh, one thing that really crossed me in the first here is a uh, Blowtorch is chasing after this kid and goes, in wearing... Full fireman outfit. Yeah. Full fire. you in the hottest jungle apparently ever.
2: This is the first time we've seen Blowtorch, right? Yeah. That is correct. Okay. Because they don't give him much of an intro or much of a story.
0: No. I mean, to be fair, I think like a lot of these things, they're just there to sell the toy, so, like, mm-hmm. here's your mm-hmm. 90 seconds to sort of establish who you are, right. what you do. Personally, I kind of dug Blowtorch back in the day because he was the only Joe with the mask, mm-hmm. uh, aside from like uh, a uh, barbecue snake had eyes. a mask and Snake Eyes. I yeah. was
2: not expecting that voice, by the way. <laughs> Yeah, Irish we, brogue that he are had. It's
0: deep Irish right there. Yeah. Are we doing him for uh, the Know Your Joe? Because I feel like...
2: We need he's to know more be, about him.
0: He's going to be one of the people that was born outside of the U.S. You know, I wasn't going to, but now I feel like I should.
1: Yeah, yeah. we have to. Yeah. I mean, this is a Roadblock episode, so I was going to go Roadblock. Oh, there'll be more oh, Roadblock yeah. episodes.
2: Yeah. Yes, there But. They're- also I I'll feel like
0: blowtorch anything
2: <laughs> do we we don't see blowtorch at all in the rest of the episode is that right that is correct
0: correct because he's super bummed that's... that's another one of those stories that just I feel like like he you find him and he's drinking in a bar just like leave me <laughs> alone I can't do it anymore I can't burn places down but I've never I've never uh, I just burn things down and I should try building things I should try building relationships with me man me pa
2: I do feel like he's the most destructive of the Joes like the, that Character, he's not going to get into a fight with anyone without horribly killing them. Like he, there's no subtlety to this character at all. Well,
0: that's why uh, Destro says you're too crude and too late.
2: I, I would
1: agree. He's too
0: crude. I
1: just appreciate that his answer to everything is
0: a blowtorch. Oh, is there a <laughs>
1: door in my way? Wham, blowtorch. Oh, are you going to push a shelf on me? Wham, blowtorch. Oh, Destro, are you
0: standing next to a very, very destructive warhead? Wham, blowtorch. <laughs> I, f- and here's the other thing. Ba-pow! I think this might actually be. Uh, one of those things that was a lesson directed as, at kids it's like you know what fire can be very useful but <laughs> if you let it get out of control it's too dangerous and you're not going to succeed at whatever it is that you're trying to do like, I feel like just like a blowtorch here
2: I feel like this probably caused a lot of kids to make their own blowtorches
0: I think the character having a character with a blo- uh, with a flamethrower at all. Flamethrowers are cool is, as shit, Gina. Yeah, yeah. I, I
2: mean, I'm pretty cool sure cool as there as a, are a lot of kids that were pro- that were like, "All right, how can we make this?"
0: So that's why, yeah, you just got to like put get a morrow in, like, get
1: hair hairspray, blowtorch. So, uh,
2: so, so Destro ends up escaping, and then there's one of the weirdest.
1: Well, on the way out the door, right before we get there, maybe yeah. Destro has a whole speech for blowtorch that he delivers <laughs> to the viewer at home. He, t- he gets to the top of the stairs. He turns and faces the camera. <laughs> Blowtorch is coming from like his right. Doesn't even acknowledge him. He's like, and that's why I will escape, because I am Cobra, and you are too crude and too slow. All of a sudden, Blowtorch comes up the stairs like, whoa, got to go. <laughs> and that absolutely killed me, that Destro, because he takes the time during the Pyramid of Darkness in the middle of a firefight to put his gun down and just laugh at people. Mm-hmm. And here he is addressing you at home.
2: I mm. like his style. I like his I style.
1: Love Destro. Oh, you gotta, you gotta.
2: <laughs> but then he goes and meets all the other bad guys, and there's this weird <laughs> all-white shot it was with great. silhouettes. It's so yeah. artistic. Yeah. I was like, are they in a fog storm? Is that what's going on?
1: No, it's just one shot. It's a it's a developing shot where he walks into the frame, and everybody's in this weird silhouette, and then boom, we're just right back to normal again.
2: It's almost like the the cartoonists got lazy. <laughs> Is what happened is they were like, oh, we don't have a background for this. I'm
0: sorry. If I were an evil mastermind plotting to take over the world, I would have so many cinematic setups I would be standing in front of huge <laughs> lights constantly. So when you're walking towards me, it's like, ah, oh, I can't barely. I can just make out the, you know, the majestic silhouette that you're <laughs> casting. And, and
1: you know, Deck Cobra Commander worries about that stuff, right? Because remember, oh. in the previous, previous, pre- uh, the Pyramid of Darkness, he said, "Should I start with my back to the camera? Oh yeah, I'll start mm-hmm. just on my face." I mean, mm-hmm. so he has a flourish for the dramatic, which I appreciate.
2: I also feel like he took an intro to film class, <laughs> and and just was is is dropping those things like no like I picture him in the cafeteria line at Cobra and just being like you know I took a, an intro to film class so I really know what I'm talking about here like he's that guy that brags about his intro to film class. today I will learn about
1: force perspective <laughs> <laughs> but well oh, we missed my favorite part I of ho- the, the I, first I, part
0: I, I, yes I hope that Cobra commander makes all of his uh uh f- what, what were they fanglings Underlink Cobra. Uh, oh, Snakelings. oh yeah. Snakelings take improv classes. <laughs> it seems like the sort of thing. I guarantee it. And I feel like if there it were, is there a new Joe episode on, or uh, series now? If there is one, they should have one where Cobra um, uh, teaches improv classes. <laughs> improv 101 <laughs> with yeah. Zartan. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, who's
2: yeah. A master. Uh-huh. Within, oh, that's true.
0: That would then, yeah, they would uh, use that to take uh, mind control. Uh, just mind control of the people. Yeah, you have you have corporate employees. Yes, definitely. You have those corporate retreats that you hire uh, improv uh, uh, people for to go and like. You know, like, uh, learn how to say yes and, um, you know, get confidence and all that.
2: There's also nothing more evil than making someone sit through your Improv 101 show. On so
0: many levels, that works. (laughs) So much evil you can do with an improv class. Yeah, also how
1: they could invade uh, and and assimilate themselves into other corporations. That's what I'm saying. Spread the Mm -hmm. Cobra. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Yep. But guys, we missed my favorite part. Carry on. We had a reason to use my favorite G.I. Joe vehicle. The bridge layer. The bridge layer. I oh. love the bridge layer so much. It's so, thank God, there's always a ravine of a certain <laughs> size that the bridge layer can overcome.
0: The bridge did get longer. Notice that in the animation. Oh. Also, uh, if there's a ravine, I don't know, airstrike? Yeah. Do they not have planes? Is that not a thing we well, can use anymore?
1: Isn't it Rakondo who said, like, uh, oh, Destro's not worried about security. No one can cross this ravine. Are there no helicopters that exist?
0: It uh, does seem like a around, bad oversight. Go around back. Isn't go that a thing? Yeah. You know?
2: We already know they all have jetpacks. So That's a good point. We, we already established that early on. Everyone in this universe has jetpacks.
1: Yeah. Attached yeah. to their belts. Yeah. At a moment's <laughs> notice. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, we, we've talked before about Cobra's ability to name things incredibly. Mm-hmm. The name of the super destructive weapon for this episode, the mm-hmm. Photon Disintegrator. Yes, indeed. Fuck.
0: Yes. Yeah. Does that mean that it's disintegrating photons, or that oh. there are photons it, that are disintegrating yeah, things? Yeah, I
2: think it uses photons to disintegrate other photons. Uh, it's just okay. Just throw the word photon okay. in there wherever you can.
0: Sure. Uh, the thing <laughs> is that it tends to destroy uh, matter, uh, <laughs> you know, physical objects, which I guess suggests that they were the photons were uh, breaking apart because mass is just energy, just a tremendous amount of energy just compressed. So maybe it's it's disassimilating uh, matter into its base components and then even further into just energy that then just gets reduced to nothing? Makes Nerd alert. <laughs> Why did it leave behind grass and a butterfly? Hey, See, listen, that's my I, question. I have that note later,
2: too. I have that note later, too, so let's not jump the gun let's, here.
0: <laughs> I have a lot of <laughs> thoughts that, about that. Just, let's not
2: jump you, the gun. You opened
1: a can of worms right there, Tan. <laughs> We're not ready to talk about that yet. <laughs> Right now, I want to talk about the next scene, which is Roadblock. And Roadblock shows right now why he should never be given exposition. (laughs) Because when he's the jolly rhyming guy who threatens people, he's delightful. When you need him to actually like progress the story, dude cannot do it.
2: Mm -hmm. First of all, they're dressed in Hawaiian shirts. You forgot that little. On vacation. You forgot that little detail. Driving down the coast. Which again makes me think of super stoned writers being like, "Hey, what should I put them in regular street clothes? Oh, the buffet's here." Hawaiian shirt, so I'll just do that. That sounds good. I mean, to be fair,
0: uh, if you're going on vacation in the 80s, you wear a Hawaiian (laughs) shirt.
2: Especially if you're going on a
0: two-week trip down PCH, all the way (laughs) as north as it will go. How do you enjoy coastal cuisine without Hawaiian shirt, I ask you?
2: Uh, I mean... There's there's a lot of good stuff going on in the scene. I really like that this is the first family backstory we get of Manny yes, Joe. Yes, sure. I feel like they're really they, they're at the point where they're like we can't carry this show forever just on little the quips 97 and, characters yeah, we have. So we should give you something some some sort of investment here. Like
0: Aunt Sarah and Uncle
2: Caleb.
0: <laughs> <Kayla>. I <laughs> love them, man. And his name is Marvin we learn. Yeah. And apparently Rakondo's like he has a first name.
2: <laughs> he is unable
0: to comprehend the concept, <laughs> and, and he can't even speak.
2: Instantly makes fun of him. His for
0: mouth him. is just... Bad, bad, well, Marvin bad, 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 bad. was
1: considered a goofy name back in the 80s, though. If your name I'm was Marvin, good. it was like Aloysius. Yeah. It was something that you would be ashamed of.
2: Your sure. cousin Marvin?
1: <laughs> Marvin <Never>.
2: Roadblock?
1: <laughs> so my question about uh, the West Coast uh, cuisine is mm-hmm. all Red Rocket restaurants. Where exactly is this restaurant? Because it seems like <laughs> it's in the middle of nowhere off a cliff. I mean, on the ocean. <laughs>
2: I mean, that's where I would stop for food.
0: I mean, there's 150 of them around <laughs> the country, so that's three per state. That's not very many if you think that's about everywhere, it. Everywhere. I
2: feel like we, we've set up the fact that Roadblock knows food, right? Roadblock is a, yeah, like, he's a like cuisine guy. He's the one in guy. the last one who like really wanted to taste the gumbo. Yes. Is that a thing that I remember? Roadblock,
1: remember? Because at the end, he's cooking ribs and stuff, too. Yeah, like that man yeah. can grill.
2: I, like, I feel like right now, we know the most about Roadblock. Yes, we've seen his family. We've his family. We know that he's a foodie. <laughs> mm-hmm. His mm-hmm. name is Marvin. I, we like he's the most familiar Joe right now.
0: I mean, that's why The Rock became him. <laughs> that's correct, but we don't talk. <laughs> about He's that the most movie. multi-layered and uh, three-dimensional of y- yeah. the Gia Joes.
1: Um, well, the red rocket they go inside there's a red rocket cut out yeah. of a guy
0: waving
2: uh-huh.
1: did you guys notice that on the close ups they like ran out of room to write the word red rocket on his chest so they just
2: drew a picture it's, of a dog dick they just <laughs> drew a giant <laughs> picture of a dog dick
1: <laughs> and uh, under that it says red rock like the K is basically cut off at the edge and the E and the T are just squished in there the way a five year old would like use a piece of construction paper <laughs> when writing their name
2: this whole this whole sequence led me to ask the question what are the laser gun laws in this universe because it seems like everyone's got them and no Uh, one is policing well well, they make a big deal about that
0: yeah i was like where did this uh motorcycle gang get laser pistols Uh uh-huh the answer is cobra
2: i mean i i just think it seems like i just learned this today at regular show they are not allowed to show guns anymore on that show unless they are laser guns Oh. oh yeah the yeah. least
1: destructive of the guns. Right.
2: And it made me think of G.I. Joe because I was thinking maybe this is why they did laser guns back in the day. Maybe the standards and practices people were like, too realistic with real bullets.
0: Also, if you're shooting real bullets, it's a little tougher to for someone to get hit and just go like, ow, oh, and then fall down. <laughs>
2: yeah, that's true. <laughs> you don't need to explain why they're not dead.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah you should be grateful <laughs> those bikers have laser
1: guns. If they had real guns, like real poop could be going down right now. That's true. But it is sort of high tech. And what was with those kids? Those
0: poor yeah, the kids. They were like kids from
1: the future, from like a old, like bad Back to the Future reboot or something. <laughs> <laughs> they all had pink and purple hair.
2: I yeah, I, I was suits. disappointed. None of them even tried to fight back. They looked like they had a lot of sass, <laughs> but then when when everything was going down, they had zero sass.
1: Zero sass. I mean, to be CD fair, Roblox mass.
0: Like a rhyme right there. Punks, you know, and any punk is is going to run away from guns that are being shot at them. Yeah. What do you think a punk is?
2: I mean, I wanted one of them to be like, well, man, not cool, and then hit him with a skateboard. But
0: then he'd be forced to join G.I. Joe, and maybe they weren't ready to
2: make that life <laughs> choice of <for laughs> themselves That's yet. true. Anyway, there's one thing we've learned <laughs> is that anyone who intervenes on G.I. Joe's behalf instantly becomes You're immediately. Recruited. <laughs> that is fact.
0: <laughs> you ask for this uh soundbite, so I will play it and then we will discuss it.
2: This might be my favorite. Thing. Here's the trash. I'll be the turkey if you will be the stuffing. Okay. <laughs> this might be my favorite line ever because if said in a different voice, it comes off as very sexual. Like,
0: like if it's, hey, baby. If you, if you say it in the <laughs> same voice, it sounds like he is asking. Those well-muscled, leather-clad...
2: Oh, now I motorcycle. get your earlier point. Chan,
1: <laughs> uh, before we get there, Gina, you were going to say it in a sexy voice, and oh, now yeah. I think the people at home and myself want to hear that.
2: Oh, yeah. Hey, baby, how you doing? <laughs> you know, uh, why don't we go back to my place and I'll be the turkey if you'll be the stuffing. <laughs> uh, in other words, I'm going to cum a lot in your butt.
0: <laughs> That's pretty much how I read it. <laughs> I didn't get that at all.
1: I was thinking of Thanksgiving and delicious uh, Thanksgiving dinner, Detroit Lions football. I think you guys are weird. Okay, now
0: hold on. The concept of a turkey, it's uh-huh. a thing. It's a, whatever it is. It's it's a bird. It's a thing. It's a stuffed bird at if a holiday time. you, another person, uh-huh. will be the stuffing, if you will get inside of me, uh-huh. explain how that is supposed to be threatening. <laughs> explain how if we're in a fist fight, you saying uh, stuff me, is going to <laughs> frighten somebody. If if I, we were in a if, fist
1: fight Chan mm-hmm. and all of a sudden right as it's about to go down I turn mm-hmm. to you and with the meanest look I just go you'll be the turkey. I'll be the stuff. No,
2: he says I'll You're- be the turkey. Yeah. Yeah, You'd yeah. be
1: the stuffing still. Right, right. You would run in terror.
2: He's basically saying, hey, I'm going to be this thing with a giant orifice, mm-hmm. a giant cavity, mm-hmm. and then you can just get all up in there and stuff it. You can stuff that. I get you. You can stuff that stuff cavity. Stuff it hard. Stuff it scared? hard. Are you scared Keep now? Going. Yeah, Stuff it, it so nice. i know people right? are telling you that
0: you should be cooking outside, but no, I'm telling you to get in right now. <laughs> Don't or worry. get into that oven. <laughs> Don't gonna...
2: worry about that salmonella. So
1: basically, before we get into this fight, I just want you to know I am a bottom. <laughs> that's what I'm hearing out of this whole thing.
0: Exactly.
1: Okay, fair enough. Uh, guys, honestly, that line didn't really affect me the way it did you guys. I don't know.
0: Yeah, no, no, no. I didn't, there's I didn't a read lot that of. Much into it. There's a lot of latent homophobia in the 1980s that just went by without people realizing it. That's why it's such a big deal now. The Point Break, or not Point Break. <laughs> well, Point Break, Top Gun, Top mm-hmm. Gun, like mm-hmm. the volleyball. They're like, oh, oh, yeah. oh, that's right. We were gay bashing, but in fact. We were all super gay and yeah. just unwilling to admit it. Mm-hmm. So that's why, if you're compl- if you're mad now, like, oh, okay, gays a gay marriage and blah blah blah, this is we've always been this we've always country. Been this gay. <laughs> <laughs> we've just been afraid. I don't to know admit if it. you've seen
2: the He-Man video with fo- the four non Blondes song uh, singing, yeah. but it's yeah. pretty much the best uh, thing uh, ever. Yeah. Pause the podcast and go listen to it, but then come back and and make a comment about how you listen to it.
1: (laughs) Uh, So then uh, they scare off the bikers. Yeah, man, Mm -hmm. that trash
0: can lid was the most destructive thing in the show Here comes uh, like a 2,000 pound motorcycle. Absolutely. Just gunning over. Here is, I don't know, an eight ounce plastic trash can it was lid. Just, the
1: lid to just a trash throw it on. Can.
0: And it doesn't even just like bounce and like act as a ramp so he goes flying <laughs> into it. It bounces and goes flying backwards yep. like some sort of repulsor field. I. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I you don't, don't keep wanna. repulsor fields in your trash can lids. Here's what I'm wondering: How do you even get um, a paper cup into the trash can if you have that repulsor <sighs> lid on it? I Love feel it. like
2: they probably they probably had a real bad raccoon problem at some point. Oh, and they got yeah. The heaviest trash can lids they could buy. Where are they gonna have Ooh. a
1: raccoon problem on the side of a <laughs> cliff by the ocean?
2: Those ocean raccoons. Those ocean
1: raccoons. <laughs> the the, the waterside raccoons. Oh, the water rats.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Previously referenced in Pyramid of Darkness. Wow. Right. maybe that's what they were talking right. about. It's <laughs> the like, sl- like uh, amphibious <laughs> raccoons. You, you guys, guys would be terrified. This all I ties
2: know. together. <laughs> we better see those in a future episode, and they better be <laughs> snuggly. <laughs>
0: And then uh, to to end
1: this scene right here, Roadblock is basically like, where do those bikers get laser pistols? And then Ricondo looks at him and goes, "That's a great question." <laughs> yeah. You know what? It's also a great question. And he says, uh, uh, "Why would bikers even be harassing a burger joint in the first place?" Yeah, no,
0: that's another great question. No, that it was the other way. I went back oh, we because go. I was I couldn't. I couldn't figure out like why why you would ask the questions in that order. Laser pistol seems pretty big.
2: Yeah. I feel like we didn't see the the uh, deleted scene which was which was when he said, "Also, what was with that turkey and stuffing thing that you got?" I mean, just think about it for a second. We're a team here. You're 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 giving us a bad name. Like or- what?
0: I don't know what you're talking about. That makes perfect sense to me.
2: Didn't really make too much sense, so maybe we could we could. Work are you out questioning script. my sexuality? How no, dare you? No, it's fine. If you you're... know what?
0: Don't ask, don't tell.
2: <laughs> it just wasn't a very <laughs> good. That's the thing that will
0: happen eventually.
2: I don't care that it made you sound gay. It just wasn't a very good uh, fighting insult. Look, so a lot maybe... of my friends
0: are gay. <laughs> I, I, nothing wrong with that. Again, I live in I San Francisco. Care.
2: I don't care if you're don't, gay. I just what, are, you, like... are you talking
0: about where I went last Friday night? No, again, I didn't know that was a gay bar. I, I just went in because I, I like the music.
2: You know, to str- I can't stress this enough. I don't care if you're gay. It was just a bad insult, an insult that made no sense. It did not make them afraid. Maybe we could write out a script next time.
1: <laughs> and scene. <laughs> <laughs> so moving forward, <laughs> The Crimson Twins. Oh yeah, man, these guys are amazing. Are I know, they I are, know. I'm just
2: I would I have, sex have sex with, both. with them <laughs> more and more every we'll episode.
0: T- we'll tag team them. <laughs> Do you? I mean, so you're starting to understand now why they were my favorites when I was like, oh little yeah, kid. So when great. they when
2: they say no need to land the plane, I nope. go, I go, what? <laughs>
0: Because no, we're just going
1: <laughs> to literally jump out of a moving airplane with no parachute yeah. and then land on the roof of our building.
0: A lot of things keep about walking. this. A lot of things about this. One, super slow plane. I mean, you got to uh-huh. have a terribly slow plane if you're going to jump out of it and <laughs> land on a uh, rooftop. Uh, two, I feel like a lot of kids think that rolling is the thing that's going to get them out of, say, an 800 foot uh, fall. But
1: they didn't even yeah. roll, they, they just didn't. landed and then walked away. You know did what? They not
2: roll? There I, was, I feel like a role. I don't think there was a role, but I do remember I wrote down in my notes that said, like, if I could do this and not have to sit on the tarmac every time I fly somewhere and we've landed oh and they shut the air off and I get all claustrophobic, stop. that would be awesome.
0: Sorry, stop. Bag up. Because you did ask me at the beginning. To uh, notate every time, um, <laughs> every time I thought that there was something like wildly homosexual that uh-huh. Roadblock had said, yes. I forgot that I'd. Uh, um, Did you have another queue up? I passed this. Uh, oh, I guess I. I guess yeah. I guess I do have. I can cue uh, it up because I want to hear them all now. Because yeah,
2: they, I want to hear them all. Them this heavy duty, and don't come back, or we'll slap you on a bun and serve you for lunch. <laughs> What's gay about Did he say slap you on the buns or slap, slap you on a bun?
0: No, no. Yeah, it's not we will slap you on buns as you were a hamburger. We will slap you on the buns <laughs> and serve you for lunch. We will that? slap you on your ass and then we will eat you. Eat you. And again... <laughs> You may not have noticed this when you were a little oh kid. God. I am 100% certain that the the writer, who I believe was female, uh, I didn't I write so, that yes, name, uh, was like, <laughs> I'm going to slip in every gay reference I possibly can. This is going to be magnificent. And like <laughs> 30 years from now, Why someone's just... going to look at this and realize like, holy shit.
2: It could also just be the voice actor read it improperly and the guy in the booth was like, "Man, we'll keep it.
0: Every time, every <laughs> time, because this is not the only time and there are more coming up.
2: I'm going <laughs> to slap you on the buns and then I'm going to you can stuff me like a turkey and then we'll have a nice lovely meal together.
1: <laughs> we'll visit the Abbey.
2: <laughs> <laughs> It'll be great.
1: <laughs> oh my God! All right, well, uh, Chan, I'm starting to see your point.
2: <laughs> I mean, I mean, I still want more though. If you're gonna, if you're gonna, and I'm not saying that, yeah, wild claim. I'm not
0: saying it's a bad thing in any way, shape, or form. Right. And just two two clear. instances does not make a trend. I can I can say that right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, if Lady J were like, yeah, like uh, fill me with your six inches or something yeah. like that, <laughs> it would be in the middle of a firefight. That would be inappropriate uh, and, and sexy. And sexy, very sexy. So
2: this is where we learn the plan, right? This is the plan, and this is—I I actually thought this was a good scheme. You are out of your mind. I right actually—I actually thought uh, I wrote it. I said this is a good scheme! Exclamation <laughs> <laughs> point. Okay,
0: hold on. Explain <laughs> the scheme as you think it is.
2: Uh, so they, so they. <laughs> I might have misunderstood it the first go around and not really realized what was going on until the end i okay. will I will admit to that, but buying out all of these franchises, mm-hmm. actually that was where I stopped listening.
1: <laughs> well, then that plan makes perfect sense
2: i thought oh good they're gonna they're gonna make a lot okay. of money to fund their evil empire by as becoming I, like a mcdonald's s corporation
0: as I understand it <laughs> uh. Extensive Enterprises mm-hmm. yes. owned a chain of restaurants called Red Rocket Burgers. Oh, that is correct. They then sold them to elderly couples.
2: I'm uh, so far on board with this.
0: Presumably in the same way that...
2: Bernie Madoff?
0: <laughs> well, no, like uh, uh, those those colleges will get uh, G.I. Bill money... Mm-hmm. Um, g- S- sell- selling soldiers shoddy classes and taking the money that the government gives them to go to uh, college. See, I saw it as predatory mm-hmm. lending. Mm-hmm. Like, they uh, were
1: getting them in these bad deals to get a whole bunch of money from yeah, them.
0: Yeah, in some way, they're making more money than they should from specifically elderly couples by selling them these um, franchises.
2: But So far, great plan. <laughs> great plan,
0: but those uh, franchises were doing well, and so they had to buy them back and presumably uh, strong arming them into uh, selling for less than market value or whatever.
1: Also a good plan. To
0: reclaim all of these things. Well
1: they intimidated them because they had to make the pro- the projects fail so mm-hmm. that way they could buy them back for pennies on the dollar and mm-hmm. get the people outside you know from their own
0: debts. All right, well that makes sense. Yeah, that's what Uh, the bikers were doing. Also, they could have just not sold the two of them in the first place.
1: That's the other part, yes. I mean, maybe they sold it and then realized,
0: hey, we got this plan for rockets on buildings. I know. We used to have 150 buildings. Cobra Commander, couldn't you have told us this like three years ago before (laughs) we started selling them off?
2: No, the selling was part of the plan. Like, this was all part of the plan. (laughs) It was, we will sell it at, at an inflated price and then send the goons in and then buy it back at a reduced price. Okay,
0: actually, that makes sense. But also,
2: that, this is why it's a good plan.
0: But Destro's
1: only been working on this missile for two years. <laughs> so in theory, that but, this has been going on for longer than the actual missile plan, which then gets wedged on top of
2: it. I feel like the, the missile Synergy. plan part, I agree, it's a little muddied. But the make money from old people by ruining their otherwise lucrative businesses. That makes sense. Great yeah. plan. Mm-hmm. Get those old people.
1: Well, this is, and now we know that the extension of the plan now is to get them back, slap missiles on top with the photon disintegrators on them, sure. and then mm-hmm. 150 of them threaten to blow up the world, uh, mm-hmm. the United States at least. Yeah. So the fact that Roadblock's family won't sell, okay? Mm-hmm. The so only one the in the country. only one in the country that won't sell, mm-hmm. their answer is, oh, are they not going to sell? Because uh, Mr. Quig goes in in order to try to buy it, and Roadblock throws him right on his keister. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then their answer is, well, they won't sell, thumbs down, blow it up. Well, how does blowing it up help their plan as much as leaving it alone would have also
0: been fine? I thought that, and then I saw like the actual damage that was done. The cars were blown up outside, the windows were blown up, but the structure of the building was still intact.
2: I yeah, I feel like they just wanted them out of the building. Uh, also, speaking of Queeg, I feel like I know exactly why and when he turned evil, and it was because
1: <laughs> Do you have his... a backstory for Queeg. Yeah, ready to go? yeah, his, Excellent. his
2: name is so close to Queef. That you just know that when he was a little kid, he got made fun of, and that is when he thought, I, "When I get older, I'm going to take the, a position with one of the most evil corporations ever, and no one can ever make fun of me."
0: Here's the thing: when I heard Queeg, I thought of Quee-Queeg, the character from uh-huh. uh, Herman Melville's Moby Dick. Also,
2: Excellent. also logical. I was thinking
0: Captain Queeg. Yeah.
2: Also logical,
0: Captain Queeg from uh, uh, Mutiny on the uh, uh, Mutiny on the Bounty, I believe. So yeah. um,
2: all very here's the thing and. <laughs> Not Smart. the same. As Here's the queen. thing.
0: Ray was thinking of a literary reference <laughs> and you were thinking of a vagina fart.
2: I mean, if there's one thing I've got on my brain at all times, it's <laughs> vagina farts.
1: Gina, let me be the first to say shame on you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> when Ray says shame on you, that's got to hurt. So there's
1: a great moment that happens when Cobra decides to attack the restaurant Uh (laughs) where there's a a happy couple eating a burger (laughs) who get fucking murdered, just straight out explosion through the window (laughs) and they get blown right off camera.
2: I mean, it serves them right for going to an off the beaten path restaurant button by the sea. An off the beaten path McDonald's restaurant, (laughs) of all things.
0: Uh, To be fair, if there's only 150 of them, it's more like an In-N-Out.
1: An in and out Burger, that's, but it's yeah. but it is it is across the country, so maybe more like Five Guys, I guess.
2: I bet it's good. I bet like it's been established that Roadblock is a foodie,
1: mm-hmm. but he hates Red Rocket. Remember, because they're driving before, and he goes like, "That food is trash."
2: But his it's oh, I guess it is a Red Rocket. But I feel like they would probably tweak it, tweak the recipe, so oh, that it's still sort of their it. own,
0: oh. you know? Yeah. Because these aren't these aren't corporate controlled uh, franchises. Yeah,
2: exactly. They're sold
0: to, so they're owner controlled. It's like the Astro Burgers. Okay. Like they have different uh, mm-hmm. menus depending mm-hmm. on which one you go to. Yeah. But for the record, that couple's totally
1: dead, right?
2: Uh probably. Fucking dead. I give you that just—it yeah.
1: was so over the top violent. I just, just went, yeah. whoa. <laughs> there was a moment my wife was—I uh, had my headphones on, watching it on my computer. And my wife is on the other couch, and she's just like, "I see her looking at me." she's like trying to talk to me. I'm like, take up <laughs> my headphones, like what? She's like, you just audibly like shrieked <laughs> with disdain. And you had no <laughs> idea. I just was making sure you're okay.
2: You felt a real connection with this, uh, with this poor <laughs> merchant.
1: It's, it's just long enough that you feel, you know, these guys, they're maybe out on their first date.
2: They did look pretty happy.
1: Before <laughs> and, all this whoa, just blows <laughs> them out of their booth. It was really upsetting to me, everybody. <laughs> Um, and then, uh, so the Cobras are attacking from right above, and the G.I. Joes, of course, as you do, take a hovercraft to the Red Rocket. Mm-hmm. Here's
0: the thing. Mm-hmm. I remember when hovercrafts were fucking huge. Yes. They were amazing. They were basically uh, the closest we were going to get, and it turns out it is the closest we ever did get, to a flying car. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, this shit did not touch the ground. Yeah. You could go over water and over uh, land with it. It was amazing. So when they had one, and when they had the fucking toy, mm-hmm. they made the fucking toy. I'd Holy like to say it was probably
1: shit. at the height of coolness, right around to, I don't know,
0: 1985. That's about right. <laughs> when this <laughs> episode Did came you f- out, uh, are we going to have a little quiz where we find, uh, uh, get the what the uh, what the uh, acronym whale was? You know, I didn't even think to look that up. So uh... I thought about it. I was like, no, I'm going to make it uh, fun for all of us and not look it up myself.
2: Have we, uh, have we gotten to the part yet where Lady J meets, meets the family? Is she in there yet? Because I have a note about this. That is
0: right this scene right uh, before the yep. attack,
2: yeah. Uh, so this, depending on how you look at it, might be the first Bechdel test pass. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Because Lady J meets the family, mm-hmm. yes. and then Roadblock's aunt yes. s- says something, or Lady J says something, she she asked asks a question. And then Roadblock's aunt responds. Now
0: hold on. Uh-oh.
2: Uh-oh. What is it, sir? That's Mr. Quig, the man who says we have to sail. <laughs> him.
1: Mr. and Mrs. Bronson, if I might take a moment of your valuable time.
2: Now, no, that was it. You take okay. care that adjustment? was it. Now, I'll here's the thing: care two care lines of deal. ladies
1: talking to each other.
2: She was sort of talking to the Joes in general, so you could make an argument either way. But she was that, talking about Mr. Queek. Yeah, but the other Joes are present. Yeah. And she ad- she's addressing the entire Joe crew. It's not like she and Lady J went in the corner and she was like, "Hey, what's going on?"
0: Yeah, I feel like
2: you could. It, it's not a true Bechdel test pass. It's, you could make an argument either way. It's so
0: close, but not quite.
2: Right, right. The closest we've gotten though so far. <laughs> so
1: we'll refer to this one as a Bechtel test close call.
2: Yeah, a Bechtel <laughs> test like it's like Near a miss. D plus maybe <laughs> or a D minus.
1: D minus it, and an incomplete.
2: Right, right. Almost. (laughs) And (laughs) And also the other thing that I would like to say is Lady J's lip gloss is always on point. Like I (laughs) I feel like she's not wearing any other makeup, but she always has slightly pinkish lips. And I respect a woman who takes the time to apply lip gloss before kicking ass.
1: I mean, it shows attention to detail that is missing in other Joes.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I like that we all have our own separate specializations <laughs> on this show. <laughs> We're all noticing specific things that nobody else under- uh, pays attention to. Uh, Chan, for
1: you, I just look. I got it right here. The whale. I Hold on. And when they said it out loud, uh, I didn't even think for a second it was an anagram. And I knew shark was, but for some reason whale... Did not think that the whale. So, Chan, oh, good pickup. They all have. I've lived. got it right here. The W H A L E. What does it stand for? Brief quiz, everybody.
2: What's the purpose of the? It's the... a hovercraft. Okay, so it's it's um.
1: And I'll, let me let me give you a little hint here. The first word, the W, has a colon, and then the other four words are afterwards. So it's one press uh, leading into the other four.
2: Okay, so it's going to be watch, hovercraft, always licks ass.
1: Well, that would be way less. Wow.
2: Oh, yeah. <laughs> always <laughs> licks everyone.
1: Okay, well, that's an option. Uh, Jan, what you
2: got?
0: White hot action lovers everywhere. Boy, <laughs> you guys are just not even trying right now. After shark, I they can go fuck themselves.
1: <laughs> well, they can go fuck themselves in this one, too. It stands for warrior colon. Hovering Assault Land I'm sorry hovering assault launch envoy.
0: That's actually
2: pretty warrior Colin.
1: Hovering Assault Launch Envoy. Well, get, envoy is weird. And came with and cutter. Is, weird. is that a weird name for a G. I. Joe cutter named after a
0: thing that yeah. like depressed girls do to themselves? Yeah, the it, I,
2: it just makes me think of yeah. It's
0: actually a kind of ship. So.
2: Oh. Well.
0: Well, shouldn't the navy like show more like uh, awareness? Yeah. I feel like cutting wasn't a huge thing in the 80s. Interesting. So probably not yeah. so much.
1: So moving on, they attack <laughs> up the side of the mountain with the goddamn hovercraft.
0: <laughs> that is a pretty impressive hovercraft going straight up that mountain. Hey,
1: we learned yeah. nothing about high ground. If you have it, it's supposed to be very hard to take. <laughs> you're hard to hit. The G.I. Joes are like, oh, man, they're all the way
0: up there. Guess we just got to run up the side of the mountain at them and then take them out. To be fair, they were had weird mortar things that just stayed in one place. Mm-hmm. I don't understand what the point of those were. And if they... Could be used for anything other than shooting down a hill. Uh, they're used usually at, for
1: shooting at aircraft. Mm. That oh. is their primary function. Except they can lift up and then the lasers are shooting down when you have the high ground as well.
0: Oh, but their
1: main purpose is for like sky striking stuff. What, do you know? Uh, it's like, called the ASP, I believe.
0: Oh, mm. did
1: you have one of those? I did.
0: Could you actually like shoot up
1: and then yeah, also the, shoot the, down? The thing went up. the uh-huh. uh, The guns went up in the air, but mm-hmm. then you could stand the guy up and turn the guns; so they would point down.
0: Multi used to what? I'm a fan of that. I'm a fan of that <laughs> thing. Now we've changed Chan's mind, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> I did now not say board. I'm a fan of the episode or the show proper, but <laughs> yeah. I enjoy that. You, you know what? I'm
1: tool. a fan of is the fact that uh, in that fight that takes place at the top of the mountain, uh, they use my favorite, uh, our favorite GI uh, Joe insult of another man. They called him a bum. Oh, I <laughs> thought, get out, you bums. Hold
0: on. I thought it was this one.
2: What a jive trick to fall for. What? What That what was awesome,
1: say? too. What a jive trick to fall for.
2: Oh.
0: Jive is uh, straight jive. Man. That's uh Barbara Billingsley speaks Turkey. jive. You don't get to see that very often.
2: I, I especially like this scene because it's, once again, Lady J being awesome. Lady J
1: rocked this episode, she's, too.
2: She's... Uh, Yeah, I am all on board for seeing more of her awesomeness every episode because I feel like she's the MVP every time. She's She's really
0: the most valuable pussy. Yeah.
2: (laughs) She she manages to punch out two dudes twice her size effortlessly. Yeah. Mm
1: -hmm. Well, she punches one and the second one falls over for the record.
2: Oh, is that what happened? With the Crimson Twins. I is thought what I'm she talking did about. like a like a front punch and back punch or oh, something. Oh
0: no no no! Every time they uh, you punch one twin, they both fall. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's a huge thing.
1: weakness. It's not a. It's, yeah, that's why they're in corporate uh, politics. <laughs>
0: right? Yeah, but yeah, <laughs> but yeah, in. On the, on the plus side, there's, uh, you know, like simultaneous orgasms.
1: Yeah, okay. So,
0: you know, you just get those all synced up. And yeah. It's a good time for Amazing. everybody.
1: So they they end up, like, uh, figuring out, like, well, now we have proof that Cobra is behind this entire operation. Mm-hmm. They're trying to put it all together. So they go back to the G.I. Joe headquarters mm-hmm. talking with Breaker, uh, who basically uh, is Google. <laughs> Breaker's his big superpower is he knows how to Google back in 1985 because <laughs> all he could, he could follow, like, corporate records and, like, find the search documents. He's probably making memes back there. Uh-huh. Uh, he's pretty fantastic, but the, which leads to uh, Roadblock saying one of the most interesting things, like, well, what have we learned? And then the line is, well, we know that they're up to their noses in Hamburglars.
2: <laughs> I thought that was what, it, what I they said.
1: I to it three times, because I'm like, can't be Hamburglars? Yeah, I'm pretty
2: sure it's burglars.
1: Yeah. Chan, um, we, we're, we're asking a lot of you right now, but can you cue that one up for us?
2: It's in Hamburglars, that's for sure. Every-
1: I'll be goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Hamburgers.
2: I only listened to it the one time, and this is what I, I said— I'm pretty sure he said hamburglers, but I'm not <laughs> sure. And I don't want to go back and have m- me be proven wrong, so I'm just going to go on the assumption that that's what he said.
1: It's 100% what he said.
0: Wow. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Roblox is...
1: His, you, his butchery of the <laughs> English language is equal to his butchery of a cow <laughs> and his barbecue skills. <laughs> um, so so they decide to go visit extensive enterprises and mm-hmm. really get to the bottom of it. Mm-hmm. So they hey, walk Wait a minute. The, Yes. Uh, What are we missing? Never mind. Carry on. Okay, so they go into Excessive (laughs) Enterprises where Tomax and Zaymot are there, and they just basically walk in, and they they don't have an appointment. They just walk right in. (laughs) How do they not realize it's Tomax and Zaymot? I ask this over and over again, because they're acting like you could just arrest them for being terrorists, couldn't you?
0: I feel like in the uh, first arc, they were on screen saying, we're your friggin' masters. Yes. In Pyramid of Darkness. Now it seems like they just sort of have plausible deniability. Like, yeah, like we work with Cobra sometimes, but mm-hmm. in fact, we're just businessmen. And you know, like like,
2: no, yeah, another example of white collar criminals getting away with it. Right. Too big to fail,
0: extensive enterprises, yeah. way ahead right. of its time. Yeah. But
2: it's
1: just like, yeah, we work with Cobra. Yeah, they're terrorists who have no purpose <laughs> other than to steal money from people and blow things up. <laughs> yeah. What's your point? We can't be held responsible for them <laughs> when we appear on television with them saying we're going to take over the world. Mm-hmm. They're like, uh,
0: uh, gun manufacturers uh-huh. I'm going to say
1: fault. right now Obama drones for less that's all I'm trying to say <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't put up with that bullshit um, so they decide so what is G.I. Joe's answer oh, they're stonewalling us on the corporate side so what should we do walk away no <laughs> well that's what they do at first Yeah. I don't know. let's just break in
0: tonight <laughs> sneak in, uh, melt, o- melt the glass
1: break in the window this is highly illegal activity <laughs> from
0: G.I. Joe
1: I mean they they gotta do what they gotta do. This is some chaotic good shit right here. That's all I'm trying to say. Like ends justifies the means. Yeah. Breaking it this is not the G.I. Joe MO that I, I know and love.
2: I mean they're going more towards towards torture and Right. <laughs> You know, I'm surprised they're not trying to waterboard Tomax and <laughs> Zaymott.
0: I mean, Roadblock absolutely would do that. He yeah. constantly brings up that uh, every time they have a, uh, a prisoner, he is always wanting to beat the shit out of them. <laughs> yeah. every chance. Does the does the sleeve pull up thing? And I'm really going to get into this.
1: So, uh, Lady J breaks in, and she immediately gets attacked by Tomax and Zaymok. Now in uh, uh war uniforms,
0: sure, they're not wearing
1: the suits anymore. They're nope. wearing their like combat this is gear, their
0: after hours gear. Yeah. yeah,
1: they're just hanging out the office in their after hours gear. Like, what are they doing there? I guess they maybe they knew that they were going to come back. Like, there was yeah. a sense of lack of trust there. Yeah, yeah. and this is when uh, Lady J punches them out.
2: Yeah, I-, I feel like I bet a lot of the Cobra guys have like super boners for Lady J. Oh, surely. I bet that they're just like, oh, God, that chick beat us again.
0: I feel like fully half the people that uh, are at Cobra are there because they got dumped or in some way rejected <laughs> by Lady J. Is like, fuck that bitch. I'm going to... I fix her like There's an entire organization devoted to taking her down. Yeah, let's do
2: this. I bet, I bet there is. I bet there is like a weekly poker game where they're just like, "Yo, man, did you see? I got beat up by Lady J again." No, man. Yeah, I know. She was so hot though. <laughs> just, and they just talk about like, "Hey, do you remember that one time she beat me up real good?" You know, it's like guys <laughs> drinking beer, playing poker, and talking about how Lady J kicked their ass. Yeah, man. <laughs> she beat
1: me up real good, and then I don't know roadblock said some stuff <laughs> really weird now that I think about it. <laughs> uh, so, this is my this is my most besides the people blowing up in the restaurant. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. This is the moment that was so fucked up to me is that they, they all fall out through the window mm-hmm. and so they're falling to their desks. As Lady J's grabbing onto the helicopter. Uh-huh. They're pulling her down and then she offers a scream bef- to take us to the commercial break. Lady J! <laughs> what the fuck?
2: Is that? That yeah. is not a human being. Yep,
0: I absolutely made note of that. She's,
1: That's
2: she's part hawk.
1: <laughs> that is a scream that would make Hellraiser crap his pants. <laughs> <laughs> I will put that out there right now. That was
0: horrifying. That was Banshee's goddamn whale. Every once in a while, they just uh, they pull something out of their sound library that just <laughs> makes no sense, or just pull it out of like the horror library and, and don't even pay attention. They're going to be fine because
1: I'm watching. As I got my headphones on. I look away for a second and that happens and I'm not even kidding. I almost fell out of my chair. That was horrifying. <laughs> I thought it was like one of those videos that makes you get your face real close to the screen oh, and yeah. then has the monster jump out at you and like
0: God. Damn also, it. hold on uh, while we're talking about super creepy shit that's going on right around there. <laughs> how often this episode are those twins Going bananas with Goblin the laughter. laughter. They Remember, because later Goblin. on
1: when they're pulling Roadblock
0: off the rocket,
1: they're just pulling
0: on his one leg and just cackling gleefully. <laughs> <It's> just laughing. <laughs> they're falling down this entire time. Hilariously laughing all the way down.
2: But that's because yeah. they've
1: got a magic thing in their, in their uh, wrist thing that lets the poles come across from the side of the building like you do.
2: Also, I would say that they probably don't get to use it very often, so they True. were probably excited. That's Why? the whole reason they stuck around after work. Yeah. They're like,
1: what? Well, maybe we'll get to use the
2: poles.
0: <laughs> Why would that be your go-to to save your life if you're falling down a building? <laughs> One, two, the physics involved of actually grabbing onto a pole after you've been falling for, you know, 800 feet. It's obviously effortless.
2: I mean, it's all about the flair and because they want to give people a show. Sure, they could have put out a net or one of those, you know, pads that they put for stuntmen, Mm. but they wanted to go the extra miles that Mm. if someone is down below looking up, they go, holy crap, those guys are amazing.
1: You know, I'm going to take this the other direction, actually, now that I'm thinking about it. Look at the way that they entered their building from an airplane. I believe that this is how they leave the building every night. <laughs> they just open the window, lock down the poles, and then do, 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 do. it's That's, faster that way. Don't yep. have to wait for an elevator. That's, That's a
0: good point. That makes sense to me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is another in a long line, and I'm pretty sure if we go back, we will see that they actually do roll when they jump out of the plane. I feel like this is another in a line of uh, uh, physics violating activities <laughs> that makes kids think. It's okay to jump or to uh, fall out of a very tall building because I distinctly remember as a child thinking that I could absolutely get away with it. Not because of Wiley e. Coyote, but because <laughs> of G.I. Joe. Like, shit, all I got to do is roll. All I got to do is, like, grab onto, like, a pole. Or even to this day, I still think, like, I bet you I could, like, s- like, like smack against the window and sort of, like, slow myself down just with <laughs> friction.
2: I mean, to be fair, have you ever tried any of those things? No. So you could... Totally be able to do them, and you won't even.
0: I am absolutely going to give it a try sometime <laughs> before I die. Probably real, real soon before I die.
1: And too many more of these episodes, you'll be throwing yourself off buildings in no time. Yeah, yep. <laughs> Although I would say that seeing this uh, is obviously why kids wanted to join the circus because they make acrobatics look fucking awesome. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Just super fun, and they're giggling the whole time. They're obviously having a great time in this life. Oh man, they got a lot cool. of money and power, and they and they can jump around. Jump around,
0: jump up and jump up and get down. So
1: uh, then, what did we? What did Lady Jane learn from that experience? It's, it's not good on the Peking duck. Yeah, the digestion. Yeah. she is so
0: fancy. Her and <laughs> Flint eating some fancy ass Chinese food, probably East Coast style. Which I'm uh, not really. I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna say. I've... Well, I believe extensive enterprises
1: is like in New York, right?
2: Probably or Chicago, thereabouts. Chicago. Which it knows? seems
1: weird because they ended up all the way in New York. Like that day when they were on the PCH. At Roadblocks restaurant that
2: (laughs) afternoon. I will say this leads into yet another very creepy moment where peeping in the window? Yes. (laughs) At like a hot blonde.
1: I think she's asleep on the couch. She just left her TV.
2: I don't I no, I think she was watching it. She had her legs all curled up, and I was like, is this? Is this foreplay for these two that they're oh. that they're peeping? They're GI Joe peeping, and then they're like, "Oh God, yeah." Gets a peeking duck I, I, look into a girl's bedroom window while we're using the helicopter. Yeah. I'm
0: pretty sure that they were uh, just listening in because they said patches through to channel. VHF channel ten, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but so, that was just way. a camera trick. It wasn't them like hovering in a helicopter. Twenty feet away from someone's apartment, because that would be pretty goddamn loud. I mean, pretty and sure, noticeable. pretty
2: sure they were. Otherwise, why show? Why even show that scene? Why even show the blonde on her couch with the TV on? I'm just saying.
1: it's, just, it's getting creepy. They're it's doing. Good, they're, they're peeping creepers. in windows. They're breaking into corporations. They're creepers. Fun Lady J are on the. They're on the precipice right now. I'm just saying. <laughs> mm-hmm. They're on the precipice of going somewhere bad. So uh, okay, now we get to the uh, parts. Cobra Commander's epic I'm going to take (laughs) over the world speech. He's prepared a replica of a city in America. Mm -hmm. I believe we may have some thoughts on this. I have a lot of thoughts on this. (laughs) So my first thought, first off, before we even get to the bomb itself, why use a goddamn replica? Why not just bomb a city. Prove your goddamn point. Oh, Cobra, have you created a bomb that can p- destroy two feet of model? <laughs> Holy shit, I surrender.
2: I was wondering if that was a real car because I was like, that car looks like it's in mint condition. It was a power
1: wheel or a Hasbro. I
2: mean... Well,
1: it makes sense if it's a Hasbro. <laughs> Didn't, uh... Oh, Mattel made Matchbox. Excuse me.
2: Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Still was a nice-looking car, though. <laughs> I would still be bummed that it got disintegrated. So,
0: the bomb itself... <clears throat> the bomb itself is an opposite; is the opposite of a neutron bomb. The mm-hmm. neutron bomb just kills people, leaves uh, the infrastructure uh, in place. Yes, and this one just just vaporizes the infrastructure and replaces it with uh, a beautiful meadow.
2: I I, I will say I, I appreciate that he he doesn't want a mess left behind. Like, I, I appreciate that he's looking looking after the tidiness of Earth.
0: I feel <laughs> like th- this is a straight up Greenpeace thing. Like if if a uh, like radical uh, environmentalist could destroy you know cities uh-huh. and just replace it with nature, they absolutely would do that.
2: I mean, I also think that uh, that he might have a little OCD in him.
0: Who, Cobra Commander.
2: I think Cobra Commander oh, might be a, a little OCD. A lot. a lot. And I think he was just like, all right, wait. If I blow up an entire city, there's going to be mess and rubble and who's going to take care of that? And they're going to have to pay city workers. And those- is he Irish too now? <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Everyone's Irish in my mind.
1: <laughs> oh my God. Blowtorch is Cobra Commander.
2: <laughs> Shit.
0: They both wear masks. You can't tell. <laughs> mm.
2: But of course, the bird survives. Or is it a butterfly? A butterfly. It was a butterfly. So the, the whole town is completely vaporized
1: and now we have a lovely path, a beautiful field, a tree and a butterfly that replaces it.
2: Yeah. He says nothing remains but memories. Oh, and and butterflies because I like butterflies.
1: <laughs> oh, and that car turned into a tree, totally turned into a tree. That's not weird, right? Like it just uh, that's a thing I do. Oh, I care about the earth.
2: I assumed the tree was there. Was the tree not there? The tree was
1: not there in frame. Wait,
2: so a tree? I, I feel like I feel like it it reduces it to what it was like before humans ruled oh, the earth. Interesting.
1: It's like a time machine.
2: Uh, yeah, I I felt like it's like those specials on the Discovery Channel, like Life After Humans. Beautiful. And it shows how long it would take for for nature to get back to <laughs> back to its shit. And so he stands in front of a map of the... Un- I love that. He stands in front of <laughs> a map of the United States, uh-huh. in
1: theory. <laughs> now, I, this explains to me why I had such a hard time with geography when <laughs> I was in elementary school, because how many states are on Cobra Commander's map... Uh, if you were going to hazard a guess, how many states? Forty-seven.
0: There should be forty-eight.
1: Well, there was twenty-one states present, <laughs> including a couple of them that seem like animation errors that are just like slivers where lines didn't cro- cross on top of other lines. I
2: feel like maybe he doesn't recognize the northern states. Like maybe he's a segregationist <laughs> and he's just well, like
1: California goes all the way through and envelops the western half of Texas and most of New Mexico <laughs> and well, Arizona, but Nevada totally intact. Mm-hmm. He knows where Vegas is.
0: Mm-hmm. Here's the thing, though, uh, if Cobra is going to take over the world. They're going to do some uh, rezoning. border changes and that's probably Cobra's like yeah. this is what it's going to look like. And that we- makes Wait, sense.
2: why did you say there should be 47 states?
0: No, I said 48. You oh, said 47. I said
2: 47. <laughs> that makes more sense. Chen, why are you saying
1: those <laughs> dumb things that I say?
0: I say that all the time. Here.
2: I was just guessing 47 because I was like, well, they probably didn't have time to draw the smaller states.
1: You know what? <laughs> Fuck Rhode Island. <laughs> it's just not there. Unless you, of course, listen to this in Rhode Island, in which case you're my favorite state now. <laughs> uh, so you would think that, though. 21 states, corporate redistricting. Okay, I'm down with that. Mm-hmm. Until we flash to the G.I. Joe's version of the United States map, which has? 47. 29 states on it Whoa. because I counted them all. Whoa. Missing states abound.
2: <laughs> I'm telling you, they just don't count the smaller states.
1: The smaller states were absolutely like lumped into one, but most of the Midwest was lumped into about two states as well. well There's awesome. a big vertical state that equals Minnesota <laughs> and like uh, Wisconsin.
0: You guys... You guys, the writers weren't the only ones that had lunchtime. They
1: we're mailing <laughs> it in.
0: The air animators were like, Gotta get this guy get the It's Sloppy Joe Day. <laughs> 29 states, let's go.
2: You know that crew eats all the sloppy joes if we don't get there on time. <laughs> Fuck it, twenty-one states <laughs> go. So this
1: leads us now. Uh, this episode, I swear to God, uh, we're at. This is a twenty-one minute episode. Mm-hmm. At this point, where Cobra makes his demands, there's about nineteen minutes elapsed, with yeah. two minutes to go I to end that. everything, and the most truncated set of battles. <laughs> and G, now Cobra's plan might be absolutely stupid. GI Joe's plan of taking out hundred and fifty rockets. <laughs> Uh, This just blows my mind, because the opening rocket they go to is a Coney fucking island, and it's in the middle of a a well-populated area, and their answer is, hmm, this photon uh, disintegrator can wipe out a community. Let's just blow it up. (laughs) (laughs) The problem is it was going to blow up, so they solved the problem by blowing it up.
0: (laughs) Did nobody notice that all of a sudden there were 150 burger joints around the country that were staffed entirely by... Cobra, cobra soldiers <laughs> in full Cobra regalia.
2: I feel like they were probably temps.
1: <laughs> just hired in from the temp
2: agency. Yeah, like they just in the local in the lo- in the local towns where the burger joints are. They just put out an ad for temps.
0: I feel like if you uh, were hired at a place like that and you walked in, first thing you saw in the break room was a huge ISIS <laughs> flag, and they're like, you "Put on this turban and wear these like robes, and also if a woman comes in, behead her." You'd be like. <laughs> you know what, I don't think I want to work here anymore. I would
2: be like, I didn't line up any other summer job. <laughs> and, I'm seeing this through. And I really got to buy some back to school and supplies. And they
0: do pay so. like 12 an hour,
2: which is <laughs>
1: great. No, and dental.
0: God, Full dental. Oh,
1: and I, I, one more step with Cobra Commander's uh, announcement plan. Mm-hmm. He says he has 150 missiles, and then he shows you a map where every single one of them is located behind him. Yep. And then says, you know, you have till tomorrow. I'm sure you're not going to do anything with this information <laughs> I've given you. I mean I think I think with this particular plan maybe Cobra wants to lose. I think like Cobra Commander's like maybe I can shove it to extensive enterprises on this one. I think been kind it of ties, pissing me off.
2: I think it ties into his OCD. Absolutely. I think he can only attack at a very specific time. It's 11:47 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> and if it's past that time then he's like, "All right, well, We can't do it now. It's bad luck.
1: Got to do it on an even number, (laughs) and then it's in. So the other restaurants they go to, like at this point, it's already daytime. It is dawn, and nothing's happened, which Mm -hmm. is also weird. Only the first one gets blown out at night, uh, which is that they show up, and they blow up all the trucks in the parking lot outside the Red Rocket, and all the Cobra soldiers just come out surrendering.
2: I mean, it would. It makes sense if they're temps.
1: Yeah, they've yeah. been here before. Is what I thought. They're, you know, they're just like. Yeah, I see. I know how this plays out. I could save myself a roadblock. <laughs> uh, homosexual uh, innuendo. Let's just surrender.
0: Oh, but they don't. But they don't. But they don't. Chan,
1: what do you speak of?
0: Because roadblock shows up. And rather than shooting it down, shooting the rocket down, doing whatever you would do, he climbs on the missile. Climbs on the rocket. He shimmies up that missile slowly, (laughs) sensually. And then what happens? The twins. twins. They're like, let's do this. Let's do this. Let's make this a three-way. We'll climb up. We'll grab your ankles. We'll just yank (laughs) it suggestively. And the rocket goes off. The rocket shoots off prematurely, (laughs) like you'd expect. And so he's playing Dr. Strangelove. Mm-hmm. on the rocket, fighting with the Crimson Twins. Who are giggling insanely.
1: Yeah. They're having a great time this entire
0: episode. Oh,
2: it's like any given Tuesday for them.
1: Mm-hmm. But Flint has maybe the worst plan. Hold on, let me Cutt's see if plan. I can... Oh, do you see have I, that queued up? I
0: just want to hear the laughter.
2: <laughs> just just laughing. Just laughing. Look there. I, I this makes me appreciate them more because they love life. And I feel like too many of the cobra guys are just not happy individuals with an with a plan in life. And these guys have a plan and they're happy and they're satisfied and I dig it. It's
1: not often you see somebody that happy in their job.
2: Yeah, I like true it. 70% of Americans don't like their jobs.
0: That's true. Mm-hmm. So so enjoying the breeze, Joe. <laughs> they're making puns while the missiles flying through the air. They could literally be killed any
1: moment, and they're just having a blast.
0: Yep, I love, no it. I love oh, no, it. No it fear. No fear T-shirts. It doesn't matter. Wherever they fall off the rocket, <laughs> there will be parallel bars to save them. <laughs> it's
1: like it's Jim like Cotta. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, There's a pommel horse in the center of town square. How <laughs> fortuitous. <laughs> um, so Flynn comes up with the worst plan ever. He goes, man, we got one shot at this. I'm going to have to shoot the warhead off this moving missile That's, with a missile see, of my then, own. Then, yeah.
0: Why would you? Like, if you're shooting the missile uh, head off, that seems super tough. Why would you just shoot a missile at it?
1: I have the answer for that. It's because the writer said, I have five seconds
0: to resolve this. (laughs) This, sh- this episode needs to be done in thirty goddamn <laughs> seconds. Let's get a warhead seeking warhead and just shoot it off the. And
1: somehow the missile knocks the warheads off, and knocks the missile right keeps flying mm-hmm. in its current yep.
0: trajectory, uh, which apparently is a river. It's a river. A super was- convenient river. Yeah. Aiming for a river. There's oh, Cobra. A river. Also, the, even uh, the fact that it's water, the speed at which you would hit that water would uh, uh, destroy you completely. Then also there's the explosion. The explosion under the water. It explodes <laughs> immediately upon impact. So, But everybody's fine. Uh, yeah, and the uh, the twins, obviously. It was worth it just for the ride. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I love them. And then fast forward quickly to an outside barbecue,
1: because we just can't. This episode must be <laughs> over in 10 seconds. We're running long. We did 19 minutes of setup. <laughs> so uh, they decided to rename the restaurant Eat It Joe's. Mm-hmm. Hold
0: on. Get it. Back up. Yes. Back the fuck up. Oh, shit. Back <laughs> the fuck up. Hey, I can see that grin from here. You can see that black man's grin from a mile away, can't you? Oh, Flint, <laughs> you fucking racist. <laughs>
2: He uses crushed white strips, and it's a dazzling smile.
0: Uh huh. Is that what he means? That's I, probably I, what he means. I don't think that's what he means at all. <laughs> I think it's what he. If means. you if you said that to Ronnie Adrian, would that uh, would he think <laughs> that?
1: The other Is thing was, was Roadblock <laughs> wasn't even smiling when he came out of the water. He was very like <sighs> somber. <sighs> he was worn out.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> and he was swimming in the opposite direction. <laughs> Maybe he did see Crest white strips. And yeah. <laughs> possible
2: he's been it it was probably a whole conversation in the break room where roadblock was like hey man like i've been a little self-conscious about my (laughs) teeth I'm thinking of trying this new whitening thing that they've got going on. He's like, You should do it. It would make your smile really bright.
1: I bet that smile would be so bright. I could see it from a mile away.
2: (laughs) So it was really him complimenting him. You know what? It's
0: another one of those stories (laughs) that is like, It's beyond the scope of this 22 minute episode. They they (laughs) ran out of
1: time, Chan. I can't express that in the most (laughs) hardcore way. This is an episode that had so many many ideas and then ran out of time with a minute to go. Yep. (laughs) It's like, Ever see those? uh, Have you ever watched like Chopped or one of those uh, uh, Uh food preparation competition shows? Of course. Where all of a sudden, like, Like, 30 seconds to go. Just throw it on the plate. (laughs) Throw it on the plate. (laughs) That's this episode. (laughs) Just throw it on the plate. The sauce is everywhere.
0: And then, boom, eat it, Joe's. Eat it, Joe's.
1: Good night, everybody. (laughs) So uh, that's the end of the episode right there. Gina, we've already talked about the Bechtel test. A near miss.
2: Uh, 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 Yeah, closest we've come. Closest we've come.
1: I still think it's going to (laughs) happen.
2: I mean, you could make the argument leave us a comment and tell me if you think this passes because I feel like you could make an argument that it passes. Uh, I would say no.
1: I mean, at the end of the day, she is talking about a man in their lives. So I I think <laughs> based on that alone, she's talking about Mr. Queeg. <laughs> I, I want to see him come back. I don't remember if he ever comes back again or not, but I want to say there's a place for Mr. Queeg in the G.I. Joe universe. Yeah. So anyway, that's the end of the episode right there. To preview ahead quickly uh, the next episode, all I'm going to say you guys is what if they made a G.I. Joe episode?
0: And that- nobody came? <laughs> no. Yeah. Well,
1: we're going to come. Uh. Well... <laughs> That sounded
0: weird. Not any weirder than, <laughs> than everything that roadblocked in right. this episode. Uh, what
1: if they made a G.I. Joe episode that merged The Gods Must Be Crazy and Planet of the Apes? No. <laughs> that is the next episode of G.I. Joe we have to look forward to, ladies and gentlemen. Ugh.
0: Oh, man.
2: And I am looking forward to it. I would be as well.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, guys, that's going to wrap it up for us this week. You can find us facebook.com slash knowing is half the podcast. Uh, I'm Race to Canis. I'm Chan. I'm Gina Bolito. And uh, good night, everybody. We'll see you with the next mini-so. Tell us what we missed. and even the Muppets versus Sesame Street. That one was crazy. So if you're a fan of geek culture and love a spirited debate, check out the Who Would Win Show wherever you get your podcasts, or check us out at whowouldwinshow.com.